Cool 97 Radio I'm so sorry AJ <laughs> You can make it up to me You can make it up to me next week Okay all right Yes And of course we're entering our talk segment inside Singles Live and this segment is brought to you by Alternative Skincare the only choice feel the difference in your skin with handmade organic soaps Alternative Skincare products will help with most skin conditions such as eczema acne dry skin and hyperpigmentation and you can follow them on social media at shop a l t skincare that's shop a l t skincare <coughs> and you can also email them at shop a l t skincare at gmail.com and so we have with us another month uh dr milton hardy o b g y n and tonight we're going to be looking at pms or premenstrual syndrome as we know it dr hardy how are you doing i am fine first let me wish you a happy belated birthday i understand <laughs> yesterday was your birthday uh, i hope it was a good day <laughs> and yes it was it was it has a little this little patches of uh-huh. um things that i had to accomplish but i i did accomplish that and so the the half of the day was accomplishing my part of my goal and then the other part was just trying to relax so okay. yes sounds good yes you know my philosophy is that um you should celebrate your birthday every day Well, I celebrate every opportunity that I so, that I get. Yes. So you got off to a good start. Yes, yes, a new year for me and Indeed. off to a good start. Indeed. Yes, yes. Well, tonight, first of all, let me say hello to all the people in listener land. Mhm. And all of the people on the World Wide Web. Welcome. Tonight, very topical topic mm-hmm. controversial confusing and in fact it probably lives up to the billing that you can never understand a woman mm-hmm. that, that's how confusing the topic premenstrual syndrome is mm-hmm. the pms Yep. So we're going to be delving into that because as you talk about controversial, you'll hear um persons don't believe that it's actually um a syndrome <laughs> or don't believe that it is actually a a a and and what they consider to be a disorder to some extent, especially when you're looking at it from a from a psychological perspective. Um I I beg to differ mm-hmm. on that. In fact, I more see it as syndromes mm-hmm. rather than a syndrome. Mhm. Mhm. Because one of the um, central pillars of um the premenstrual syndrome which everybody seems to agree to is that it only occurs during ovulatory cycles. So ovulation is central. to the premenstrual syndrome 
no one theory actually explains it. So it probably isn't a one theory condition. And also, even within the same person or persons, the various aspects of the syndromes mm-hmm. seem to affect people differently yes. in different cycles. Yes, yes. Uh, and if you can grasp that, then you can understand what is going on. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 I think that, that actually simplifies it. But to try to find one theory which explains everything. Everything, you're not going you're to not find that. You're not going to find that. And, 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 and that is why um, you have some persons, especially of the opposite gender, who will think that we're, as women, we're, we're making things up or we're acting up and we're acting out. No. And every behavior is due to that time of the month. She's behaving that way, so she must be. Mr. Um, Drew over there <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and it is not, it is, it is, it is, it is not always so. No, it is not always so. Sometimes true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what is the, 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 the definition, the most basic definition that you can give our listeners of a premenstrual syndrome? All right. I, I think a reasonable mm-hmm. definition. And if, you, and if you know what I'm saying, because all of my words are deliberate. And I said a reasonable definition. Because you may never be able to find a precise definition. But a reasonable definition is that the premenstrual syndrome is a constellation of distressing physical and psychological symptoms which are are not caused by any organic disease, which tend to occur in a cyclical manner at about the same time in each menstrual cycle and which tend to regress or disappear during other times of the cycle or when the menses come. Mm -hmm. And it will go on, it will repeat itself. Some may be more severe than others and and that certainly would um, fall into the category of you (laughs) having several syndromes rather mm-hmm. than one syndrome mm-hmm. and if we bear in mind that um, it um, it can affect people differently it's associated with ovulation then you can begin to grasp it for example it does not occur before puberty it doesn't occur after a baby when you're not ovulating it does not occur after the menopause. Ovulation is central to the PMS. And once you get that landmark firm in your brain, you will get a better grasp of the condition. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the the, the symptoms. Let us look at the physical symptoms first. All right. The, phys- the physical symptoms are, are actually quite common. 
And in fact, some people may even believe that this might be normal. And maybe it is. Uh, the commonest symptom, for example, is breast tenderness, mm-hmm. which precedes the menses. Some patients may become bloated. They may even increase in size and mm-hmm. weight because mm-hmm. they retain salt and water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They may have pelvic pains. They may get headaches. They may become nauseous. They might have pelvic pains. They might get headaches. You know, and the the list goes on and, and on. on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a long list. It's a long list. And it does not always occur the in, same way. In the same person. In the same person. Or you may have different symptoms in different persons. Mm-hmm. You know. So, these are some of the physical symptoms. Mm-hmm. It may, for example, exacerbate other medical conditions. Like some people, for example, may become, their asthma might suddenly become worse premenstrually. Or they may have bouts of epilepsy, which become more frequent or even worse. And I've, I've, right, and I've heard um, some women recently that they, they have been saying that their sinuses, yes. yes, tend to act up a little bit more around that time. And the reason, of course, is the congestion, mm-hmm. the retention of salt and water. So the tissue in the sinuses become more swollen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all these things can be accounted for. But it doesn't happen to everybody. Mm-mm. Or it may happen to a different degree from cycle to cycle in the same person. So you may have this 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 um, symptom this month that you may not see it until next year again and it's something else. <laughs> which, which of course could have been influenced by some external forces, you know. Right. Could be the weather. Mm-hmm. You know. So it, it, it's really complex and as I said before maybe it's why we can't understand women. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, or, 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 so we're controlled by our heart, our brain, and our ovaries. Indeed. Yeah, and women. Okay, all right. So that that is absolutely clear. You hear that, Dre? Our our brain, our heart, and our ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> So let us look at the um, psychological symptoms because a lot of men are concerned, so concerned about this aspect, which is the psychological. See, Dre looking at me, wondering if I'm, yeah, the psychological symptoms. Yes, the psychological symptoms are are, are very um, blatant. Um, For example, you may find that the patient tends to have more mood swings, there's more depression, there's more irritability. Mm-hmm. Some people may become more quarrelsome. Some people are act- may actually be affected by their cognitive behavior. Mm-hmm. Th- that is to say, th- they may not um, work uh, mentally as well. Mm-hmm. Some even work better, though. Uh, yes, uh, always. Uh, there, yes, yes. You know, so there, there is usually, there can be some change. Mm-hmm. 
And when I, when I say cognitive behavior, their, their mental abilities sometimes can fall off. Yeah, to think and, clearly yes. and percept, to, be, to, to be perceptive. Yes. <laughs> so you're not digging straight here, Dre, but now things straight right now. <laughs> of yes. course, there are others where you might have the opposite. The effect. opposite does occur. Because some people may become more affectionate. Mm-hmm. They may become more orderly. Yeah. You know, all mm-hmm. of these things occur. I hope, I hope I they may complete. <laughs> they may complete more tasks. They more com- they may yes. complete more yes. tasks. Yes, yes. That's the experience I have. Well, I hope <laughs> so for you too. Well, I hope. I hope that the the, the, ni- the niceness and that it stays for the yes. for the entire lifespan. Yes. Yes. I can't say the same thing about myself, but I recognize um, <laughs> when my mood change. And I and 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 I and I also talk to myself because I know what is happening, and I, I, yes, doc, I know, I know, and and from and and I, and and I even get a little bit um, <laughs> rough with my partner, and I said to myself, no, and that is that's not nice, <laughs> and so I can't, yes, that's not nice, and I don't know, yeah. More crimes are committed by women during that phase yeah. than when they're not that not in that phase, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. or should I say, more violent crimes mm-hmm. are, are committed during that phase and mm-hmm. at other times in the cycle. So, yeah. it, so it's, it's 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 a real phenomenon. I know when I get to that point, um, but the, the, what, what I realized though, and I can only speak of myself, I, I don't have, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get aggressive or, no, I'm not a violent person, so I don't get aggressive with my daughter, I don't get aggressive with my sisters, I, I don't know what it is about my partner that triggers that aggression in me. So him get everything. So when him, he just kidnapped. He just, him just kidnapped. Him just say, ooh ooh. I just make a. Yeah. And then well, a week later, I'm the nicest person. Yeah, there, there is um, some de- or there can be some degree of male rejection mm-hmm. during that phase mm-hmm. as well. You know that happens too. Mm-hmm. There. <laughs> so that's the part that the that the men do, don't like, doc. They don't like um, our behavior towards them at that time, well, or um, sometimes for some women, it's in the in the in the in the in the workplace in the office setting. She comes in and um, something all right, she evil like a wet hen today. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the the um, the psychological um, symptoms. What it, else? And, and it's important to understand that, you know, maybe this is not the person you, you, you spoke to yesterday. You know, this is somebody else. <laughs> but, she, but she will soon be different. <laughs> so for those persons who want to have more than one partner, this is a very good time. <laughs> Without going outside of your relationship. Exactly what Doc said. It's a different personality. Remember, remember um, premenstrual syndrome. You can just imagine if I had a personality disorder, and I mean, I, you don't even have to get to that um, that point. Mm-hmm. And one of my personalities tend to come out at that particular time. Do you don't have more than one woman, then, Dre? Yeah. So let's deal with it for the week. Well, you know, you might be fine. Yes. Well, depending on how you look at it, it might be fine. <laughs> 
But just make sure she says she come out as a nice girl, don't? Yeah. Yeah, and I want, I want to deal with your case. <laughs> well, I guess what he needs to make sure of is that they're not having PMS at the same time. <laughs> Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by Alternative Skincare, the only choice. Remember, you can get your handmade soaps. They are 100% organic and can be used by both men and women of all ages. They are available at KW Bloombox, Face Forward Cosmetics, Fontana Waterloo and Montego Bay. And of course, you can follow Alternative Skincare at Shop ALT Skincare on social media. Hi, Maxine. How are you doing? <laughs> see, you see, Dr. Hardy Maxine is saying hi. So, hello, Maxine. Let us, let us, let us continue. So, we were looking at some of the psychological symptoms, mm-hmm. um, mood swing. Yes, um, you could get insomnia. Mm-hmm. And no matter what's happening, you know, if the patient not sleeping, you know, everything goes wrong, you know. Everything goes wrong, whether it's PMS or anything else. Mm-hmm. It is important to be able to sleep. But, but some people, re- some women, I wouldn't say some people, because like we're, we're talking about women. Some women at that time, they really and truly no, they don't can't sleep. sleep. No, they don't sleep. And some will tell you that they may, they become hyperactive too. E- exactly. And then you have the opposite of that. Yes, you might get those you know, who stay indoors. Mm-hmm. You, you can't get them to move. So you have... You have the swing from the hyperactive person to the person who is very down and out and does mm-hmm. nothing. You know, some may get boisterous, some may not. You know, boisterous. Yes, you you can get all sorts of psychological occurrences, and this may be dependent on the person. It may be partner dependent. Mm-hmm. Because remember now that there are also social factors involved, and different partners may rob you the different different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, so you may get different results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for some women, some may be um, less talkative, yeah. and some may be more. Some so may be more. Tell you what is on their mind, real and truly. Tell you how them feel about you at that time. Which I tend to question whether they really feel that way. Do I? I think it's just <laughs> the, 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 their body behaving like that. Yeah, but it's what you have in your heart when you come out. No, no care how the body is behaving. It's what you really have in your heart when you come out at that time. You know? Yeah. I but you didn't want to say long, long time, Doc. When you, I said, all of a sudden you get some. Yes. <laughs> Those ovaries are helping you to say it. A long time. You, didn't, you rubbed me the wrong way. You here tonight and had a long time, but it was tell you how me can't scan you. <laughs> Every night, yeah, come out of this house. Come out, you have to be no one see you tonight. <laughs> and he's just saying, this woman is mad. <laughs> but, um, psychologists... Um, and some of them even have 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 um, used the term that uh, quote unquote that mad moment in, in terms of relating it to somebody who is uh, not mentally well. Um, but where is it is it considered to be abnormal 
or is it a behavior that is normal? Um, that's, an, that's a very good question. I, I would call it un, unusual or different. Um, I'm a little leery about using the term abnormal because it is actually something which occurs, as we said, in our reasonable definition, not due to an organic reason. However, we have to be very careful how we use this term organic because if it is indeed based on ovulation, then those hormonal changes are, argon are organic. Mm -hmm. they, they, they are rare substances. So even the definition has a problem. And that is why I prefaced it by saying a reasonable definition because there's really no proper definition for the condition and this is where I come back to saying well you can't understand a woman mm -hmm. because there's nothing precise about the PMS but the PMS is real it occurs and it occurs differently differently in different people what if what times. if it, it if, what if it what if it brings on um, psychological delusions it can it can yes Ray and I have to ask about this yes yes anything you can think of it can it happen, can happen. Mm -hmm. anything you can think of and the person is perfect once a period comes yep so it is not something when you look at it from a psychological perspective it is not something that occurs um, over an extended period of time it occurs in cycle but it does not occur over and so once the once the menses start that's it mm -hmm. yeah so and so too are the physical symptoms mm -hmm. for example the bloatiness goes the breast tenderness goes the nausea goes the insomnia goes all of these things go Doc, we want you to hold that thought we're going to go to a break and then when we come back we're going to look at the diagnosis and we want to look at the diagnosis because I don't think for most of us women um we were ever diagnosed per se but you just say this this is what happened to women and so and you just say you just you just um what you call it now diagnose yourself um so we want to touch on that when we come back from the break reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by alternative skin care the only choice remember they're handmade soaps they're handmade and they're organic and can be used by both men and women of all ages so check them out at kw bloombox face forward cosmetics Fontana, waterloo and montego bay and you can all of also follow them on their social media page at shop alt skincare we are going to the break we'll be right back Singles live on the nation's coolest cool 97 FM tonight. We're talking about PMS, premenstrual syndrome. Dr. Milton Hardy, OBGYN, is with us tonight. So, we were looking at uh, the symptoms. 
um, physical, psychological, and also we looked at some of the behavioral changes, which were quite a lot. And we are now going to move into diagnosis. I have never been diagnosed, but I get some symptoms now and again, or maybe no and every, 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 <laughs> no, and every, again. No, and every again. But in terms of diagnosis, let us look at that. How many of us as women were actually diagnosed or we just know this is what is happening to us? Well, it's... I guess it was a mixture of both because mm-hmm. there are no physical markers to tell you that you have PMS. Mm-hmm. But certainly from a history, you know, of having these symptoms at a cyclical time, what what, what will vary is that they may not be very distressing to you. Mm-hmm. But it could be to someone else. But it could be to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... And one has to see the condition just like any other condition in medicine where everything is a spectrum from those who have no symptoms to those who are debilitated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you may not be debilitated, but if you have breast tenderness and you're a little bloated, you do have PMS. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it comes back to the history. Um, Are there these physical changes or plus or minus you may have psychological changes mm-hmm. you know but the, the when you look at both the physical changes and when you look at the psychological changes um what is considered to be um abnormal in psychology is when <clears throat> it does affect your day-to-day living and so if it does not affect your day-to-day living in the sense where you 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 you, you cannot go to work um psychologically you don't want to talk to anybody you lock up in another room all day or you start to run down halfway tree yes. um then that yes you are debilitated yes yes and that, that is severe yes and that will be severe and that will be considered um, abnormal on the spectrum of things. It would, it would have to be considered yes, abnormal. Yes, yes, yes. Because you're not having an exaggerated response. Mm-hmm. So this is, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people, are, it's, it's, it's as basic or as simple as you craving for sweets at that time. Mm-hmm. Because your whole, and again, it falls into the whole ambit of the PMS because some people have some changes in their glucose tolerance at that time don't want to say anything sweet or you want to or have you some, want to have something sweet, sweet or your appetite also change where your you eat a lot change you might eat more you might eat less you might crave for chocolate yeah you know so and, and this varies from person to person mm-hmm. now no what, what makes the condition more prevalent um well it is more common in people whose mother had PMS so there obviously is some genetic component to it as well Mm -hmm. because like uh, uh, as many as 70% of PMS sufferers their mothers had PMS whereas in the regular population you may find that the incidence or the prevalence will be as low as 30% 30%. Um, yeah, that's a little confusing. 
It is a it is a it is a most confusing and controversial <laughs> topic. Remember, remember when I came here, you know, I, and I keep saying, this is probably why you cannot understand a woman. It's a very confusing topic. Yeah, because I mean, don't all women have go through that? Not all women have it to a degree that it is debilitating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some women may have no symptoms whatsoever. Mm. That happens too. In, in a significant block of women too. So it, it, it's not something that is universal. Yeah, but but it's, it's common. It's common. But as women, as women, let us look at it or combine both the psychological and the biological um, characteristics here. If as a woman I'm not having any premenstrual sin, symptoms, mm-hmm. right? Should I be concerned that something is off with my um, with my ovaries? I'm not. I'm not talking about to the extreme, you know. But isn't your premenstrual symptoms saying to you as a woman that I'm, I'm, something is right in my body also? Uh, that's a very good question. I think so it's too. quite perceptive. I think so and um, you, you may be right. Because in some of these cases, it could very well be pointing to some an ovulation that is no ovulation Mm -hmm. but you also have to remember that there are also a large enough block of people who will ovulate without having symptoms but your your question is quite well thought out and well delivered i must say Uh, so let us continue on the on the subject of um, diagnosis. So once it is on the lower end of the spectrum, well, once you start recording um, symptoms which are um, relevant to the time, mm-hmm. or I shouldn't even say relevant, but consistent, because if if you keep on having a certain symptom at a particular time in your menstrual cycle it has to be considered PMS mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether it is a common symptom or not and especially if it goes with the menses mm-hmm. the, yeah. uh, the, the, that is PMS, PMS. There, there, there are some conditions for example which is aggravated during um, the premenstrual period which is definitely cyclically and hormonally related Mm-hmm. So, in terms of prevalence, <laughs> how 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 how, <clears throat> how popular um, is 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 premenstrual sin- symptoms and syndrome? All right, and uh, again, a good question, and I'll answer it in a guarded fashion. Um, the literature speaks to ten to twenty percent of all women, and by that number. I would say for people having moderate to severe symptoms because mo- far more than 10% of women get breast tenderness mm-hmm. when their menses come uh, and these are premenstrual symptoms. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say 10 to 20% of people have um, severe symptoms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, if you, for example, and this is where this psychological theory manifests itself. Suppose you had postpartum 
depression. Your chances of getting PMS is close to 70%. So, obviously, the genetics of the brain that gets postpartum issues is also more prone to PMS. So, so you, you begin to see now why it's really a constellation of theories rather than a, a theory or a syndrome. Because ve- very varied things come into play to cause this to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Singles Live on the Nation School Est, Cool 97 FM. Um, uh, <laughs> Bev Zizos, I hope I got that right. He says, um, ovulation also equal high sex drive. So you'll have persons who, um, that varies. varies. It varies. Some people it goes up, and some people it, some people nothing happens, some mm-hmm. people it goes down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it varies from person to person. Once again, from person to person. Yeah. The singles live on the nation school est cool 97 fm tonight topic pms premenstrual syndrome and of course reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by alternative skin care and alternative skin care they make handmade organic soap which is 100 percent organic and remember they can be used by men and women of all ages available at kw bloombox face forward cosmetics fontana waterloo and montego bay so remember to check them out and of course they have the sea moss the charcoal the aloe vera and turmeric and peppermint back to the conversation with uh, dr hardy so let us look at um we were looking at the 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 genetics of um pms so mother may have the same um effects in terms of symptoms whether psychologically or biologically Mm -hmm. and her daughters well, si- or are you, are you just get it just because you're a woman um you could get it just because you're a woman mm-hmm. but, but the incidence is far lower i mean i say far lower i mean like 30 to 40 percent if your mother had pms and when i say had pms had moderate to severe symptoms mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have a 70 percent chance of getting PMS yourself so there obviously seems to be some genetic overlay mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask this question even though we have um, kind of answered um, the question that I'm about to ask but just in case somebody missed it and couldn't read in between all we were talking about what really caused PMS <laughs> N- nobody knows <laughs> All we know is that PMS occurs in ovulating women. That's the only thing that seems to be constant. It doesn't happen before puberty. It doesn't happen during pregnancy. It doesn't happen after the menopause. You have to be ovulating. It also doesn't happen in cycles where you don't ovulate. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So ovulation seems to be a part of it. And if ovulation is a part of it, 
then hormones have to become a part of it. But then there's also, you see, there's also the argument, you know, that your hormones can also affect your psychology. It does affect your psychology. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're still coming back to this ovulation hormone story. We still can't explain everything from that, but certainly that seems to be the benchmark. Mm-hmm. You must be ovulating. And if you're ovulating, your hormones must come into play. And it will affect every system in the body differently. For example, the, the symptoms um, of PMS also tends to become more severe as the girls ascend the 40s. Now, listen very carefully because you're in the 40s, so it's a time when your hormones are actually going down. You're getting older, eh? Right? Right. Right, Dre. <laughs> but <laughs> what is really important is maybe not just the absolute levels of the hormones, but the ratios of the hormones to each other and their byproducts. That probably is even a bigger yardstick than the actual levels of the hormones themselves. Can you expound on that or explain that to us a little bit more? I will explain. Um, All right, say for, for example, you are a young 20 odd year old Fire, everything firing a hundred percent and your female hormones say they are both at a hundred as you become a little bit more mature the numbers start to fall off from a hundred and if we think about the menstrual cycle now you have your your two main hormones, your estrogens and your progesterone. And as you get older, they also become less in in their amounts. Mm -hmm. So what you might find is that um, you're in your mid-40s, so you have 60 estrogen and 42 progesterone. Numbers have dropped tremendously, you know. Yet the symptoms get worse. So when you compare both numbers to each other, the, the ratio is no longer one. When they were both 100, mm-hmm. it's now more than one. Not because the hormones have got more, but the numbers have de- decreased. And one probably has decreased more than the other. Mm-hmm. So now the ratio might become three to two. And the symptoms actually get worse. So it is the comparative amounts of the various hormones that probably are making more of a difference than whether you bo- you had full hundred in both of them. Okay, I get that. Um, so <laughs> at that particular stage. Mm-hmm. Or that particular age. Um, that it, might not stop you from functioning normally 
Yeah, looking at it from a medical um, perspective now, if if my estrogen is, is 60 and my progesterone is 40, um, as a medical practitioner, how can I get them to level up? Um, or to, or, yeah, so that it... And will that leveling up reduce my, 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 my symptoms? It could. It could, because people have done studies, actually. To up to um, alter the levels of your estrogens mm-hmm. and your progesterones, um, and they have found a disappearance of the symptoms actually by administering either of them. Mm-hmm. And this is why this thing is so contradictory and controversial, because if you tamper with either of them, you could have an improvement in the symptoms, and this is why we are now convinced that it is the relative amounts of the estrogen and progesterone which are probably more responsible for the symptoms than the actual value. Okay. The thing though is that mm-hmm. we tend not to want to give hormone replacement mm-hmm. to people who are still making hormones because you know life is interesting you know you have something called negative feedback if I give you something that you are producing, you know what your body does? It stops making its portion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, really. <laughs> that's what I was going to say, that it gets rid of the excess, but not necessarily. Yeah, that, we're that, learning now. Yeah, that's how it does it. So we're learning tonight, it, Dre. It, it, it shut it down. <laughs> So in other words, if mm-hmm. you're, or say for example, you have a you have an organ that makes a hormone, mm-hmm. and that organ is working. If I give you that hormone that that organ makes, that organ stop making the hormone. No, the it shuts it, yeah, it the, the, down. The organ said, "But you, I, I'm not needed around here. Go yeah. get it where you get it from." Yeah, it just shut down. Yeah. So go and get it from the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, to check your hormone levels for women out there, how can we check our hormone levels? Is it, um, and is it done here in Jamaica? You can do it, you know. But I, I'm not, you can do it quite easily. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, I'm not sure what value you would, you would really gain from doing this. Mm-hmm. Because, as we said before, it, it probably has to do with the ratios. Um, the quantities may be falling off because you're getting more mature. But what are you going to do about it? <laughs> you, you're going to take hormones to shut down your ovaries? No, you don't want to do mm-hmm. that. You wait until the ovaries stop on their own. Okay. You know, you, you try to work through your PMS. There are treatments that we give. Mm-hmm. We, we could, for example, in younger patients and in whom it might be indicated, you might shut down ovulation. How do we do this? Birth control pill works. You won't ovulate if you're taking the pills. Some people might even argue that because of the cyclical nature of the pill, some of these patients will get a few symptoms during the days that they are not taking the pill are not taking a, a charged pill. Mm-hmm. Because some of the packs have 28 pills. Yeah. Seven of them are blanks. So during the blank days, you may have a resurgence of some of the symptoms. 
What probably would work better would be the um, birth control injection because it would shut down the, um, the, the whole ovarian function. But a lot of women, some women are hesitant um, with, the, with the injection, though. I don't know why. Um, some people are hesitant because one day have it in their mind that they must bleed. You know, it's a because on the injection you don't have a period, or you or you don't usually have a period. Mm-hmm. And they think that that is an abnormal occurrence. And they think that's an abnormal occurrence. My feeling, the period is a of good blood. And some will say that it made them put but on some, weight. But some will say that no, God said I must bleed, so they will bleed. And we're not going to argue about it. Uh, you know, these are my feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. This is a waste of good blood. It, 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 it would be nice if the period could be indicated by just a spot. You, you know, the menses is the commonest reason for anemia in, anemia, in, in, in women, women. Yes. In the reproductive age group. Okay. The commonest reason. I, I think it's wasting good blood, actually. Um... Where were we now? We were talking oh, about ovulation to, to suppression. Over, yes, yes, ovulation suppression. Yeah. Uh, some patients get good relief, even psychological relief, from treating the bloatedness. You give, for example, some patients hormone, I mean, sorry, diuretics. Mm-hmm. These are medications to cause it to pass the urine. Urine, yeah. And invariably, you lose some minerals to some salt and potassium. But um, it brings down the swelling, and it brings down the symptoms, even the psychological ones. Okay, you start to feel better about yourself. Uh, maybe there's some. <laughs> m- <laughs> not st- only that. Yes. Maybe there's some swelling of the brain. We don't know. No. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But I'm thinking that you start to. You no longer have the bloating. You you can still go down in your jeans. You look at yourself and say, Oh, you feel better about this as a psychologically. Uh, in fact, I'll put it better than mm-hmm. than maybe swelling of the brain. You will have swelling of the brain. So if you get a diuretic, you've got to reduce that swelling as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Anything that we're in anywhere water is that... Yes, yeah, that's right. That you can't that you can sell it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so some patients... The, sin, the sinuses improve. Yes. You know, all kind of things. You know. There are some studies which indicate that there might be a vitamin B deficiency... Although some of, some of the studies have not substantiated this at all, mm-hmm. you know, it's so confusing it is because you you say one thing, yet when you do a study, it doesn't really say, or you don't get a better effect by taking a placebo, which is really a blank. Mm-hmm. You, you, you might get a good result even taking the blank. So it's it's really a topic which is poorly understood full of controversy and highly topical. Um, what about um, pain relievers for those who are having the headaches and the, maybe the backaches? Yes. Where do we very go good, with that? Very good point. Um, there is um, there seems to be some promise in you, the usage of um, medications which might cause um, relief of pain. Um, they have been noticing in some studies 
that there is an increase in a substance called prostaglandins in people with PMS. Now, prostaglandins basically are chemicals which transmit pain. They're responsible, for example, for your period pains. Mm-hmm. Now, what is interesting is that the prostaglandins are best taken, or the prostaglandin synthetase inhibitors. These are the medications now that block the production of these prostaglandins. They are best used prior to the menses. And the reason for this is that most of the prostaglandins for a particular period is made prior to the period. So if you start taking it when the period starts, you're late because they have been already made. So what they have found is that some of these patients seem to get some relief from these prostaglandin synthetase inhibitors as well. So that is one of the treatments that can be used. Anxiolytics, antidepressants, the conclusions from studies done using these have been mixed. Some say they are of you, some say they are not. I guess it will be dependent on the particular patient because I'm sure you'll find patients who say, boy, if I get my little Vedam or Xanax, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you'll have those who will tell you that it doesn't make a difference to them. A question that just popped up in my head, um, Doc, when you mentioned that women, um, once they hit a certain age, which was in their in their 40s, which was closer, maybe closer to menopause, then... You become... It, because it, it, you're now really um, in perimenopausal yeah, territory. Yeah. So, it, it the symptoms, so the symptoms are more yes. for those women, especially. And you can also get menopausal symptoms. Yes. A double whammy. For those women, um, especially for those who are looking um, to release some of the symptoms in terms of the pill or the injection, because you'll hear some um, persons say when you get to a certain age, then you need to back away from um, the maybe the birth control pill after what 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 is it after what age 35 as long as long <coughs> as long as you do not smoke you can take the contraceptive pill up to the menopause okay the only problem is that if you're on a pill you're going over when you reach the menopause that's a bit of a conundrum but um we, we can't work. We, 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 we can't work that. <laughs> you don't want to know any reasons. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, as long as you're not a smoker, as long as you're not a smoker, you can take the pill. I mean, providing also that you have no other um, underlying condition, medical, medical conditions. conditions, which would contraindicate you using the pill. For example, high blood pressure. That's all. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. yeah. so high blood pressure is one of them. Mm-hmm. What about um, being overweight? being overweight is a condition, you know. And um, let me see how best I can answer that. Let us say if you're not morbidly overweight, mm-hmm. because the truth the truth is that more than 30% of our people are overweight, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet we treat them as if they are normal people. Yeah, based on the weight-height ratio. Uh, exactly. Yeah, because maybe I'm overweight right now. Well, if you tell me your height and your weight, I me can't know tell what? You. No, <laughs> no. 
doctor said, you need to weigh 125 pounds. I'm like, oh, not a, no, thank you. <laughs> I need a little bit of something. <laughs> the clock on the wall is telling us that we need to take another break, the final break inside the talk segment. We're going to go to that break. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with uh, Dr. Hardy on premenstrual syndrome. We'll be right back. Singles live on the nation school at Cool 97 FM. If you're joining us via the World Wide Web, thank you ever so much. If you're listening via the good old radio, thank you as always. Nick's always in the mix. Janice, thank you so much. Also want to say hi to Boom Bang. <laughs> you know where about that. Yeah, she's always locked on. Yeah, to the nation school at Cool 97 FM. So the ladies, they are concurring with us that uh, these symptoms, they vary from time to time. Um, one month we have these severe mood swings. Another month it may be something else. One chocolate to eat. Then for the rest of the month you can't stand chocolate. And out of the blues you want to eat some sweet cake or something like that or somebody wants some salty something and you're mixing up some things together that never really go together but that's what you feel for so to me it almost is almost like a, it mimic a pregnancy to some extent and then some of the, the pain that you have is almost like it to prepare you for labor for those who have gone I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. Because you have some, some women who do have this these little miniature contractions. What you're saying is... What you're saying is not untrue. So, excuse me. They're all... Everything is linked, you know. Mm-hmm. They're all linked. They're all linked. And um, you do have this um, component where you get even pregnancy symptoms in your PMS. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because one of our listeners was saying that there are times when she even um, um, have um, episodes of, of, of vomiting. Yes, you can get vomiting. Some get diarrhea. Some people can even get a false positive pregnancy test. And it's real, I mean, because of the progesterone effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you had that mentioned time. that somewhere along the line. Yeah. That much I know. Yes, yes. So uh, the variables are a lot, a lot. You cannot understand women. (laughs) I want to ask, though, um, for most women, um, the -the over-the-counter medication that you see because you see these 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 brands and they'll you see them with their menstrual pain reliever right um for because you had mentioned that their medication that you actually take before um the the the, 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 o- the period begin, begin. Mm-hmm. are those any of them or do you take those to relieve the 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 the, the, the period pain um Good question. I think it's really to cover 
both, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, because, in fact, they do. Um, as far as over-the-counter stuff goes, if that helps you, fine. Mm-hmm. We, we, we don't have to escalate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for those who need more than over-the-counter stuff, then you go and see your caregiver. Right, right. You know. Mm-hmm. Because not because they they may be over the counter or you know this panadol they, they have you they have you see you. <laughs> they, they're not useless <laughs> and for, let me tell you something and for so I can say it, panadol I don't know what it is about us Jamaicans and panadol I don't know if I I don't know if it's a psychological thing but panadol why does it take two panadol you feel better I don't know I I hear even Jamaicans abroad said listen I don't care some panadol for me because to them that's the only thing that works that's psychogenic that's what I'm saying too it's the same thing as Tylenol don't (laughs) (laughs) see Sidri over there says no Tylenol don't work for him. It has to be Panadol. It's the same thing. <laughs> but they'll say one is more gentler on the on the on the on the on the stomach. I don't. That, know. That's don't, not true. Either. I don't know how true they, that they is. They're both gentle on the stomach. Okay. So if the Panadol works for you, if the Panadol menstrual, we can see it. Panadol, if you the distributors of Panadol, you can, you can, you know, send on someone sponsor the show. If it works for you, then by all means, um, you can Yeah, you proceed. can take them. You yes. can proceed, right. Mm-hmm. All right, is there anything else that we need to delve into? Uh I, as long as we have an open mind and we, as I said before, we know this is an ovulatory function. And if we broaden our minds to know that um, hormones do act on every system in the body, that there might be more than one explanation for the PMS then I don't think we need to become bothered about what caused it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We probably need to focus our attention to how we might be able to treat our particular case. Mm -hmm. And like everything else in medicine, some cases are going to be really difficult. You know, you really need to see an expert for some people. Thankfully, those people are in the minority. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask this in terms of reducing the symptoms does um, exercise and also um, lifestyle changes in terms of your diet and what it can can that help to reduce um, the symptoms because we can run around yes. way, so, yeah. and I will um, one has to qualify this of course mm-hmm. Um, exercise actually helps helps um, period pains, and by extension, I'm sure it will have some impact on premenstrual symptoms. What actually probably will play a very important role is your whole attitude towards menstruation. If you have a positive attitude, especially towards these symptoms that you have gotten or you can get. It will go a far way in relieving them. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give you a little example. If you if you tell patients to expect something, they usually are expecting worse than what you than what you have told them. You know. So if it doesn't get to the level where it gets up to what they are anticipating, them don't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, just 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 a change of attitude towards these symptoms will go far away. I think so too. I, I truly think so. Once you understand what is happening yes. within your body and and accept what is happening um, within your body and know that um, it is, I would I would even consider, that's just my opinion, um, some aspect, not when it is severe, because the severity, I don't know if I could deal with that, but to know that, hey, my, my, my ovaries are, 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 are they're, still, they're, they're working. They're working. <laughs> that for me is, 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 is consolation. And I'm going to tell you this, doc. I remember when I was pregnant with my daughter and a lot of women said that they went through morning sickness and a whole heap of stuff. And every morning I woke up, I was saying, I, I wanted to feel. <laughs> I wanted, I, I, I did not want to, especially in the first, um, first trial trimester of my pregnancy I, I made sure that the breast felt a particular way which mm-hmm. is the same tenderness I wanted to make sure that I kind of feel um, nauseous because hey you're supposed to he, not really supposed to but for me it, it wasn't a discomfort but it was a comfort to say that my pregnancy that I'm still pregnant. yes, yes yes and I guess that and I can and, and I'll say this um, I had a I had a event free pregnancy Yes. Maybe because I embrace um, the pregnancy and also um, embrace the, 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 the symptoms, it did not ex- it, it, it didn't it didn't exaggerate um, because I was relaxed. And God didn't anoint you to be one of those who would get the symptoms because some people get no symptoms. Right. <laughs> but um, you know, it's it, it's also important that we have the right attitude because it, it, it certainly will help mm-hmm. certainly will help mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what is also important is for the spouses uh-huh. to understand what's going on you know if, if her behavior is off and you know it's not her normal behavior no hold it against her in a few days she'll be fine <laughs> Just figure out how you can ignore that. Mm-hmm. Of course, that might cause another set of problems. <laughs> you can, that's what Jay was going to say. Ignore Jay. She starts saying, yes, you're not paying me You're up to something. And then before you know it, Jay, the, the aggression turned to cowballing. Then she starts <laughs> And before you know it, she said, no, sir, I can't take this. This woman is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it 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 does happen, but it re- it requires um, understanding. It requires Dre, one of Dre's favorite words nowadays. It, it requires emotional intelligence <laughs> to under to try to understand what is to the operative word to try to understand what is happening. And I think in terms of our partners understanding us as women, when you look at it biologically. Mm-hmm. Just look at the biological aspect of it. We may not be able to understand the the psychological.
logical aspect and the things that we do, but just try to just understand biologically what is happening to our bodies. Mm-hmm. And, and know that it's not only our brain, our hearts, but our hormones also mm-hmm. that play a role um, in our behavior. You understand so? And then when we start to act up, just think of the, the, the nicer side of us. I said, no, man, this is changing. And she dropped the plate on the table like something wrong. You understand? And last week, Sunday, she was so nice. Honey, you want something to eat? No, this week, the plate has zeal. <laughs> <laughs> And, and the male are looking straight. Women are now. That's always the first. Don't Dre? Eh? That's always the first thought. Like, what did I do? What did what? Oh, do? Do just, just give her some time. It, it, it will, it will, it will, it will. As the doc say, the hormones will level up to some extent. <laughs> Doc, any, 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 um, anything that you want to add? Um, I think we omitted in our um, initial presentation to also mention that sometimes you can get an exaggerated reaction, even from normal levels of hormones, and, and this, this applies to things other than even PMS. Mm-hmm. You know, you can actually get an exaggerated react- response to normal levels of hormones. And we must bear this in mind as well. Mm-hmm. And this will also help to explain some more this whole PMS phenomenon. Uh, as, as we had alluded to earlier, it probably is a constellation of syndromes rather than a syndrome. Mm-hmm. Combination of mm-hmm. so the variables vary. Um, the Spain GC hormones on a roller coaster, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely right with your um, with your take on that. Um, so we're, we're to reduce some of the symptoms, you may not be able to reduce uh, to eliminate for some women. Thank goodness, you're blessed that way. Um, some exercise your painkiller um, um, your diuretics diuretics um, some people have anxiolytic medications mm-hmm. or, or antidepressants antidepressants you know um, some people for example get treated if they have really severe breast issues they might have to take drugs like bromocriptine which is another medication used to shut down breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that that drug carries a lot of side effects. So you may deal with the breast, but you pick up the other side effects mm-hmm. from the drug. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for, for, for those, <laughs> it's so hard for women at that time of the <clears throat> month to do because in terms of the dietary aspect, so you know that you don't want to consume too much salt and sugar and your, your brain or whatever it is is telling you, you want more of that, and so you're. It's it's almost like the the battle of the resistance um, battle. I, I, I want it. May have to eat it, but we know it's not good for me. Uh-huh. And so you go through so many um, psychological battles. Um, I want to be nice to 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 to, to, to the man, but Jesus, something. It's a, it's a, it's a constant battle um, that women are fighting physically. 
and psychologically. Um, and so we're saying to, to, to our families, especially the men, that support. Mm-hmm. Support is the key. Support and understanding is the key. And if she knows that, he understands, you know. You, <laughs> Hello, you, Jesus. You, you, may, you could have a reduction in the symptoms. No. You could. Or you think she'll take advantage of it? No, I don't, no, think, I don't so. think so. You know. No, I don't think so. In fact, I find it a little disarming if, he, if she knows that he understands what's going on. Yes, yes. Yeah. And he's not aggravating to aggravate her more. Dre, I think, Doc, I'm going to agree um, with you um, that as, as, as the male need to be a little bit more understanding um, of what is happening and also know that PMS don't happen every day of the week, 24 sevens round the clock, and all day of the month. It's like it goes. <laughs> yes. So, even if the woman wants to say something, and he does not want to pair any man, he say, he must be, he must be, he must be, he must be, No. <laughs> that is something else. <laughs> she not like you. <laughs> so, PMS. So, bear in mind, premenstrual syndrome and symptoms don't happen um, 24-7 round the clock every day of the week and every day of the month. <laughs> it's something else. That, <laughs> that, 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 that actually is quite a prophetic statement. You know. <laughs> so don't blame, don't blame PMS. Don't blame PMS. It's not PMS. She just wants to act out and behave that way. <laughs> she may be just stressed. Um, stress factor also. Stress also is a factor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um one, stress can bring it on. And two, it can be a source of stress. So it, it, it works, it can work either way. Stress bring it on to a source of, so you get double whammy. Yeah. So the symptoms become so severe now. Or, or you can just um, become stressed because of the symptoms. It's mm-hmm. a, it will work. Well, yeah, yeah. In so either direction. Yeah, yeah. So you start to feel the stress coming on because your nose says, yeah, yeah, I've got you. What is interesting, though, is how, how the workplace deals with it. Because you may not necessarily want to tell the people that, you know, I'm going to get my period soon, that sort of thing. Well, you know, if it's for some women, you don't have to, they don't have to open their mouth and tell us yeah, all. When we see them I come through the gate, you know, it's a PMS or a man problem. You can just imagine PMS or a man problem in this, you know. I was like, evil as a wet hair stepper. She's number one, they're driving upon the road, no normal. She take one taxi, she hit no normal. The husband of her run for her, I had to pick them even worse, lock up in them room, not coming out. So once she turns up in the workplace doc people are going to recognize that her behavior is 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 not is unusual i'm not going to mm-hmm. say abnormal i'm going to say her behavior is unusual but how then do um, they cope, do they cope? Mm-hmm. and once again it takes emotional intelligence and also an awareness of 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 of, of the human dynamics in terms of biological um dynamics yes. to say that mm-hmm let us let us let us just give her a little bit of space and if she comes to us and she sounds very aggressive and assertive let us not um throw re- back re- that react to react it, to it. Yeah. or let us not add to whatever is happening with her 
You understand? So we have to we have to understand. Just treat her as though you would treat somebody who is suffering from a a te- a, a, a temporary mental illness. <laughs> You're not going to get into any argument and contention. Mm-hmm. Um, as um, Andre Allen Casey would say, you wouldn't go down the road to argue with a, a, somebody who you think is um, not mentally well. <laughs> but this one is just temporary. It is not permanent. So just... just and this one is here. No, it's not down the road. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can kind of do to avoid um, the conflicts that that may occur um, at this point in time because women, men, we say we behave <coughs> irrational. We don't think straight. We don't see clearly, and um, just blame it on the the hormones. The ovary. The ovaries. <laughs> Doc, another well-informed um, program. For those persons who missed out on this program, remember, or any of um, the programs on Singles Live, the talk segment, that is, remember, it goes up on our podcast um, by the latest Monday evening. As long as the recordings are good, we put them up so you can go back and, and listen and uh, get your, your, your information, your tips, your working information, information that is valuable. Want to say thank you so much again to to Dr. Hardy for coming in and hanging out with us. We're going to see you next month. Yes, yeah, yeah I will see you next month. Okay, great. Take it up on holiday too. Okay. I, I'll have to try and figure out what topic we're going to talk about. Next I, I am absolutely sure that you'll come up with something that is. Um, very informative, right? Not anything too scary now. <laughs> Something informative, all right? Well, even scary things are informative, you know. <laughs> <laughs> which one is which? Which show, Doctor Hardy? Did that Hadre um ducking for cover? I can't remember. Okay, Doctor Hadre. I mean, Doctor, I tell you, I got so much text. That person said, "No, me, no more sex for me." <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what. Maybe it was cervical cancer. Yes, with the HPV. And the HPV. And the HPV. Yes, <laughs> HPV. <laughs> and said, no, they're locking shop. They can't believe this. Yes. So, um, yeah. So maybe the HPV is not a topic that we should speak about. <laughs> <laughs> not if you want um, um, population growth. <laughs> Alrighty then, thank you so, so much. Thank you too, it has been a pleasure. Yes, I want to say thank you so much to Alternative Skincare for sponsoring the talk segment of the show. Remember, Alternative Skincare, the only choice. Our skin absorbs many of the things we apply topically, so use the best. Choose Alternative Skincare natural soaps made from sea moss, charcoal, aloe vera, turmeric, and peppermint. Follow on social media at shop alt skincare that's shop alt skincare and you can email shop alt skincare at gmail.com and you can join us next week for another talk segment inside singles live cool 97 radio, radio.